Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. I hope everybody is having a great week. I had an awesome week last week. I'm so glad. Yes. I'm joined today again in studio with uh, my producer, Terry. Hi, everyone. Last week, I went on vacation with my boys. Now, there's a little tradition here in Tucson. I think Southern Arizona as a whole. Yes, I think so. And we do not celebrate President's Day. Now, before you get all over us about how unpatriotic we are, it's like been years. It's an old, old tradition to combine President's Day with something that we have here during this time in February, and that is the rodeo. When the rodeo comes to town, we take Thursday and Friday off from our schools, and the kids uh, all get the day off, and we all go do something. And traditionally, everybody went to go see the rodeo. But now, a lot of people don't go to the rodeo, but take trips. They go skiing. And I chose not to go skiing, but instead went to San Diego with my boys. Which is awesome. It was really fun. I'm jealous. So we got a couple (laughs) of days in at uh, SeaWorld in San Diego and Wild Animal Park. Cool. And then... We had the coldest day that San Diego has experienced in 15 years. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and they even got snow in some of the hills on the outskirts of San Diego. I wasn't here for it, but we even got snow here in Tucson. Yes, Sunday morning we woke up to snow on the ground in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, that's very unusual. It hasn't snowed here in probably like five years. Yep. And then like five days later, it's like 80 degrees. It's beautiful outside It's beautiful. Today. And the sudden shift in weather has brought about a cold for me. If you have not picked up on it, <laughs> I am sick, which is a good thing that Terry's here because she can help carry the show along just <laughs> a little bit. But there is no reason to fret because, as we're doing the show, I have a little honeybush tea here. Well, what is honeybush tea, you ask? Well, that is what our show is going to be about today. We are going to cover what it is, where it comes from, how it's made, how you can make it at home, what it's good for, the health benefits. And in our question of the week, we're going to talk about some soul searching that we might be doing on the show. So you want to stay with us for that. Honeybush tea is a wonderful tea. It's very similar to the tea that we talked about last week, which was Ruibus. It comes from the same region in South Africa. And in many ways, it looks very much the same. Yep, very, very similar. People mistake it for the same. If you look at it, they don't look that different from one another. But in fact, they are two separate and distinct bushes. They have a different flavor profile, and they're good for different things. They are grown, like I said, in the same area. And the history is not as illustrious as Rubus. The story about how Rubus came to be is is a little bit more um, colorful. Really, honeybush was first identified in 1705 as a plant that existed. And the indigenous people would go up into the hillside and they would find these stems and the leaves from this bush, bring it back down, and make tea out of them. And it was very uh, well thought of amongst those cultures for its health properties and its general well-being. And then, of course, as South Africa became more prominent in terms of the number of Europeans that were living there, that popularity spread to the European cultures. And now we're noticing that we're getting more and more requests 
and information about it here in the States. And we use it a little bit in some of our blends. We sell it, of course, and we use it in some of our blends because it does have a wonderful flavor also. But truth be told, there's not a lot of honeybush available. Really, at this point, only about 125 tons of it is even being made in South Africa. So it's a fairly rare tea. You can get it, though, as a mix. Some of it is wild-crafted. Still, a lot of it's still wild-crafted. Most of it, I think. Yeah, and, and some of it's now starting to come under commercial cultivation because its popularity is on the rise. Right. And so we're starting to see this develop as an industry, develop as a tea, and I think you're going to be hearing more and more about it. When we come back, we are going to talk about how it's made, how you can make it at home, and some of the health benefits associated with honeybush tea. And also, we're going to address our question of the week, which talks about some searching that we are doing. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, my name is Roxanne, and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now, Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea, and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics, and have put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house. But I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate. And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. You can find my Pomegranate Mojito tea as well as recipes and many tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the pomegranate mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, salute. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. We're talking today from a slightly sick vantage point. I have a cold, <laughs> as many of you can probably pick up from listening to my voice. It's a little different than in, in previous weeks. But we're drinking honeybush tea because it happens to be good for some of the things that are ailing me. Specifically, honeybush tea has been known as being a particularly good expectorant. And I have a little bit of a cough, so it's helping kind of relieve some of that cough and that congestion that happens to be in my chest. Honeybush tea happens to have an ingredient in it called pinetol, which is known as an expectorant. But it's also good for several other things. It is naturally caffeine-free, so it's an easy tea to drink. If you want to have something at night, it won't keep you up. In fact, it's known to be good for helping people who have a little bit of insomnia, helps them go to sleep a little bit, as well as indigestion. It's very calming. It's very settling as a tea. It's low in tannins, so it's low in acids, so it's easy to take if you've got a sensitive stomach. Yeah, 
And also it's known for its antiviral and anti-inflammatory properties, which makes it particularly good if you happen to have a cold or if you're you know, not feeling well. And recently we've noticed more and more they're also using it in several skin products, just like Rubus, right. because it happens to be good for your skin. The indigenous people have known this for a long, long time. And they have a particularly cool method for how they harvest and make honeybush tea for many, many years and some still to this day. They basically go out into the mountains where it's grown wild. Now, it's commercially cultivated now a little bit, but a lot of it's still still well-crafted. They go up into these really tough hills, tough mountains. Very rugged. Very rugged. And they go and they, they harvest it by cutting the stems and the leaves of the plant. And then they bring it back down. And then this honey bush is green at that point, And it goes through a process they call cutting, in which they really slice it down into small pieces so that the pieces are more uniform. They use a mechanized cutting process to get the, the stems and the leaves into a smaller size. And after that's been done, they go ahead and oxidize it. And they do so by putting a little moisture and then putting it into piles and heating up those piles. Now, traditionally, honeybush is, is oxidized in the summertime. It's grown and harvested in the summertime. So it's fairly warm. And so they put it into these piles, and the leaves and the stems go from green to a beautiful reddish-brown color. And it is just a gorgeous, gorgeous, wonderful aroma. And finally, all of those piles are then spread really, really thin to dry out and let all of the moisture evaporate. It's actually a fairly natural process by which they take green honeybush and turn it into oxidized honeybush, which is the way we consume it today. Now, commercial cultivation is coming around, and so this process has been sped up. They now oven dry it a little bit. Right. Yeah, and they, they're starting to do some more techniques to make things a little faster, a little more uniform, and it's probably due to its popularity, and I can understand why. It's a great tea. It's really easy to make. You can make it just like you do Rubis, most herbal teas as well, boiling hot water, a flat teaspoon of loose uh, honeybush tea. If you can get it in tea bags, same thing, just a tea bag per cup. Let it steep for as long as you want, 10 minutes. Yeah. The longer it steeps, the better it tastes. Yep. So five or 10 minutes, you know, you can let it steep and really infuse, get a great amber color. And the profile in terms of its flavor is wonderful. It's easy, it's sweet, it's a little floral. It's different than rubus. Rubus is a little nutty, and it's got almost a leathery finish to it, whereas honeybush is not. It's very floral. It's very soft. It's, it's more sweet. It's more sweet. It's, yeah. it's a wonderful tea and very, very different. When we come back, we are going to talk about our question of the week. It's not really a question. question but it addresses a, a very astute observation. Yes, it's an astute observation by one of our listeners as the direction that the show has taken, and we want to talk about it a little bit. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled, no, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, Yerba Mate and Pu'er Tea. 
Yerba mate is strong and grassy while puer is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, Yerba Mate and Puer, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of MayaTea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on MayaTea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. I'm certain that if you are a regular listener of the show by now, you know that I love your email. And one of the things I'm always amazed about is how sensitive our listeners are because their questions are really in tune and aware of the things that we're doing on the show. They're very astute listeners. Very astute. And we got this email a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to respond to it. It's very, very cool, I think. This comes from Earl and Linda, and they write, Manish, my wife and I have been meaning to write for quite a while. Every week, we so much enjoy your tea program. Thank you very much, Adelaide. I enjoyed doing it, too. <laughs> the best show was the one that you did with your boys. They were such a delight. We don't have a question of the week for you, but wanted to say how much we like your show. Lately, it's taken an interesting turn. As it appears, you are searching for something but we have confidence that you'll land on your feet. Earl and Linda. P.S. Our favorite tea is vanilla made from Mexican vanilla beans. And that, by the way, that vanilla, we have a wonderful black vanilla tea. And I would love to send some to you, Earl and Linda. But again, please include your mailing address. If you do send us your mailing address, I promise you we'll send you some tea if we read your email on the air. Well, I think they are correct in thinking that we are kind of searching for something. It's kind of an interesting turn that we have taken the show. But to sort of address Earl and Linda's comments. Observation. Observations, that's even a better word. I'm not sure we're searching for something. But in fact, we are trying to grow up a little. I want to let you guys in on some of the behind-the-scenes things that go on here at Steeping Around. We record the show, and... That show is then reviewed by a group of radio professionals. The we show. are not radio we're, no, we're not radio professionals. <laughs> These are reviewed by people way smarter than I in the terms of radio. And what they do is they look at the show, they look at the audio quality, they look at the, the material that was presented, how we did. And after my initial shows, really, they wanted us to get to sort of master the T101 format, which is just me talking about T understanding the segments and doing all of that. And we did that, and we did that for quite a while, and I got pretty comfortable with that. And then, kind of at the turn of the new year, they challenged me and said, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Try some new things. Change up. Expand as a radio host. So now, that's some of the things that you see trying to be incorporated in the show. 
and now we've introduced Terry to the show, and she's joining us, which is really fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's been great having you. And then we've done some shows outside on remote locations, and we've had some guests on the show via telephone, some of which were a little challenging technically, but we're going to keep improving on all of that. So searching for something, maybe more stretching. That would be even a better word. We're just trying to get better as radio hosts. But I really appreciate the fact that Earl and Linda picked up on it, and I suspect some of you also did. So we want to tell you, it's just because we're trying some new things and mixing it up a little bit. If you would like to send me email and have me talk about something on the show, the easiest way is to send it to steep at mayat.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayat.com. Of course, if you're a fan of the show, you can fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And our website is www.mayatea.com. That's www.mayatea.com. Speaking of addresses, if you do send us some email, please include your mailing address. If you send me an email and I talk about it on the air, I will be happy to send you some tea. Earl and Linda did not include their mailing address, and I would love to send them some vanilla tea because we have a good vanilla tea. Our vanilla is pretty awesome, yeah, actually. Yeah, pretty good. So we'd like to see what they think about that. That would be cool. Next week, we're going to stay with our theme of red teas. Last week, we talked about Rubus tea, which is called red bush tea. This week, we talked about honey bush, which is also kind of red. And next week, red continues, just like the color of your hair. Oh, man. Now red, everyone red knows. Everybody knows that Terry is now a redhead. <laughs> next week, we're going to have hibiscus tea which is a wonderful tea. It's very tasty. It mixes well with a lot of things, it's alcohol included. It's one of my included. favorites. Yes, it's a great mixer. Yeah, it's great with alcohol. Um, you said that you had a mimosa? I did. It was really, really with good. With hibiscus oh, in it? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I bet it was great. <laughs> and then, who knows, maybe next week we'll mix some with some Irish whiskey to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. But nonetheless, it's going to be a great show. So I hope you join me next week. Thank you, Terry, for joining us this week. It's always a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And thanks to all of you for listening. Remember, it is always more fun steeping around with you. Have a great week. Bye.